Previously, on the lineage of Moonreach, we were each transported to separate locations where we had to face off with one of the bloody brawlers. We dispatched each of them one by one and were transported back into the void, where I'm assuming at some point we'll come face to face with the master. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hiya. Hello, everyone. A weekly done. Oh, we're still going. Hey. Sounded like one of those like those like things you spin around and they're like woo <laughs> like a bunch of those at once. Tight. Uh, a person? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you spin yes, a person around Tomas, by their feet. A person. Yeah. A people. <laughs> you know. <laughs> a weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5E actual play podcast. Yeah. I am your host and DM Seth. And around the table of the internet, we have our players. I'm Billy and I play. <laughs> I'm Tomas I play I'm Lindsay and I play <laughs> You were loving that Why are you all holding your faces like that <laughs> You're all laughing like little kids <laughs> Cause it's not my name Mika <laughs> she laughed at her lies. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorbel. That's, That's right. right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure and make uh, funny sound effects for our names. We are fully. Foley man. We, Foley. We, are, we am become Foley. Welcome to the Foley podcast. <laughs> All right, get ready for get ready for, for some this. Foley it's just us, like Q and A, ham boning, ham boning will save your life one day. God, I love that ham <laughs> boning. So we have a review. Um, <gasps> another what? Another? What? Is it Wild Horse? No, uh. unfortunately not. Uh, uh. But I, someday, Lindsay. But one I day. gotta find it. Okay. This came to us from Twitter. You can leave your reviews everywhere, including Twitter, where you sometimes post on Twitter. But I mean, it's not our number one social. Our number one social right now is probably Insta. Uh, Check us out on all of our socials. Um, But this came from Bray Sublime. Like when your grandparents like get like a word of the day slang calendar. Shut up and let me read it. This is Leonard with. is this good chip or not? <laughs> you can find me at www.chipthis. Or check out the app Chip Party. Get <laughs> by me, Chip. Today we're going to be reviewing Lay's original. Ugh, These are bullshit. fine. These are fine. They're kind of greasy, but 
They're fine. They really do get greasy. Mm-hmm. Thumbs fucking down. No. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> suck my ass. <laughs> What's your favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper song? Suck my ass. <laughs> Wrote about Lay's. <laughs> I lay was made to suck my ass. <laughs> oh, you got a snort. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain is just trying to figure out if we're talking about the company or just an actual chip. <laughs> <laughs> More like Don't get me started on Frito Lay again because I can't go <laughs> I down that road. I will not make that mistake again. Proceed. This this review <laughs> came from Oh yeah. Bray Sublimey hmm. or Bray Sublimey. Or Those s- are the capitals. Sublime Y. Or Sublim E. No. <laughs> Sublime. Why? I'm pretty sure it's not the last one. <laughs> At D20 Syndicate. Just recently started listening. So far, only on episode 105, but I'm in love. Was recommended Aww. in one of my D&D Facebook, Facebook <laughs> <laughs> groups. Twitter. And Facebook. I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I wish it were pronounced Facebook. <laughs> so much happier. So I went to be her Facebook. Be the change you wish to see in the world, Tomas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that people are recommending us on Facebook. And you can do the same. Aww. Spread the love about our show yeah. to everyone. Well, thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Brian. We love you. Hopefully you're listening still and didn't stop at episode five when you realized (laughs) it was bad. Oh, was it episode five? I thought you said 105 and I was about to be like, only 105? Jesus Christ. 1.05. 1.05. Yeah, they're season one, episode five. Okay, I got you. That's a roundabout when we made it to Roundfoot Town. Wow. Just about. Whew. The road to Roundfoot Town. Next campaign, will there be a square foot town? Oh, but <laughs> all the black people died during this conflict. <laughs> That's why they're Those so are mad called at hooves, Lindsay. <laughs> That's why they're so mad at Gumby. Oh, and another thing. <laughs> that <laughs> bastard Daffy Duck. Uh, we recently moved our um, merch to another website. Mm, we are now. We did. We are now on T Public. Oh, uh, we public. will include a link to it in the description and we're we're uh, we're affiliated there so not only will you have access to some of our exclusive merch for the show and other rpg stuff but uh we have curated content there that we hand chose from other artists and if you buy from our store that we've curated then we get a little bonus so go check out our t public store there's a lot of cool stuff there all right. Now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire Question. Hey, you kids, quit messing with that canoe. Ah! Is this fire water? <laughs> That's a floppy sounding fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I replaced the fire with a fish again. Um, again. <laughs> so for tonight's Around the Campfire Question, I'm going to ask each of you a different question. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Prove it. But all all sort of related to each other in a sense. All of you have a story, one of your favorite stories that you like to share, you know, especially when you like get drunk. I'm going to ask you for just a little bit of elaboration on your favorite stories that you have mentioned in passing, whether they are real stories or just stuff that you've made up for entertainment value. For instance, Willem, we'll go. We'll start with you. What up? Remember that time you spent the night in jail after a long night drinking? 
Tell me that story about the crazy prisoner you saw in the jail with you. So that was actually what kicked off uh, my whole stint with the Sky Pirates. Uh, so I had actually met Shigara and her brother Koth in a bar, and they were betting on feats of strength. And I felt like it was a little unfair because Koth was so much bigger than pretty much everybody in the bar. But of course, you know, get a bunch of masculine dudes in a bar drunk and everybody wants to be the Hulk. <laughs> everybody wants to be Herc, Snake Punch. <laughs> uh, so I took it upon myself to kind of even the odds a little bit. And I remember casting... Um, mass mind wipe on myself (laughs) i i cast phantasmal force on koth to really take him off his game and somehow shigara knew it was me even though i thought i was being pretty pretty stealthy about it at the bar and so it started a whole bar brawl and we ended up in jail of course uh, in a cell together with this goblin named Rolk. And Rolk told us about this supposed treasure, and he just happened to know a guy who had an airship, and he knew how to mix certain ingredients together to create an explosive to break us out of jail. And that's how we met Rolk. And uh, Rufus just happened to be outside the jail when it, we blew up the wall to escape and that's how i met rufus so it's me shigara koth me shigara koth rufus and rolk and we're trying to he's trying to remember where this airship is and that's when we run into kadrak and his giant polar bear and so we're like this weird ragtag group of people out in the streets in the middle of the night we weren't being quiet we thought we were being stealthy but we were not obviously because everybody around us was like what the fuck is going on and so finally we stumble upon the airship we get on and that's how i fell in with the sky pirates wow yeah that's uh you know now that i'm sober it's it's a lot easier to follow thank you (laughs) (laughs) go ahead and take two points of boon tight pinwin yes (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry I started that because yes. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be able to stop. Proceed. <laughs> Pinwin's when, being played uh, by Morgan Freeman. That Freedom. story that you like to tell about that library you stumbled into and that weird book. Can you tell me about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was just just this wee little wee little guy. And uh, I found this big library when my family, we were all traveling, you know, as we did. We'd travel and tell stories. And, um, yeah, when we were staying at an inn, I just kind of did some exploring around the town. And there was this ginormous library. It was so cool. And I went in. Um, I I don't know what mom and dad were doing. It's kind of. I was alone, definitely. I kind of wasn't really paying attention. I just kind of walked right in and just started uh, 
going over to the shelves and there is just this one shelf just full of these very colorful books and I was just so drawn to them and um I don't I don't even know if I could read very well then but I just grabbed what the biggest one I could find I was like I gotta see what's in this super colorful book and I opened it and it was covered in these little candy bears that all came falling out when I opened up the book and then they landed on my lap and then I got to eat candy so was it a magical book or were those know. just wedged in there? It was hollowed out. <laughs> <laughs> it was librarian stash. I don't know. Well, and I don't know what the pages said um, because I couldn't read, but <laughs> it definitely had a lot of colors in the pictures and it was really fun. And so I thought for the longest time, every time you go to a library, I thought there was a, a candy bear shelf. <laughs> I was a little Very disappointed nice. that they don't have candy bears at every library, but I'm so glad it took that turn. I really thought it was going the way of smut. Like, I, I thought this is when Penguin discovered no, smut. What he's is not that kind what of What is Kama Sutra? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Penguin. Take two points of boon for that story. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Tomar, Tell me that weird story about the time that you, the best you've ever done at a carnival game. Oh my God. This was awesome because, uh, <laughs> we were at the, they have this, uh, it's attorney, but they also have games and rides and stuff at Ashenvale. <laughs> and my dad took, uh, me, Romar and Rast. Rass was actually competing in the tourney. Uh, Gorble wanted to go, but she she caused some trouble at the bakery, and <laughs> she had to stay behind. But <laughs> they had uh, tossed the gnome there, <laughs> and they have these rings, and you light them on fire, and it's just a feat of strength where you you huck a small creature gnome halfling whatever through the ring and whoever throws the far farthest in the bout wins and <laughs> yeah i just went up a i was in a younger tier uh because if i had gone against raster romar i would have lost but i was going up against these other little kids but the the gnome who was being thrown was kind of weird i think just from being jostled around so much. <laughs> so he was like notorious for being hard to throw. Cause he'd like scramble around. Um, Limp noodle and such. But before I threw him, I gave him a really good shake and he kind of just went limp. And oh. then I hucked him right through the fire ring and he went a good, like 30 feet and I won that day. Uh, and it was amazing. Cause that was like the only time that Rast had seemed impressed by something I could do because he would normally let me like beat up on him and he would just laugh at me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he got a kick out of that. It was cool. Very nice. That is a wild story. Take two points of Boone. That made me think of Alice in Wonderland with the croquet flamingos. <laughs> Not everyone might know this, but we also played Toss a Halfling with Pinwin in a, <laughs> oh, a yeah. bonus episode. A yeah. bonus episode. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening right now, check out that bonus episode. I think it's called Party at Wolves Rest. Something like or that. Or some, some, some of that nature. And it's also like you can actually see us. So it's very cool. Um, Gorble, 
I want you to tell me about the craziest tavern you've ever been to. You have that one story uh, about like a crazy night at a tavern or something. I do. Okay, so one one of the crazier nights was this night. We were down by the docks somewhere. It was some podunk little town. And Lufric and I had just performed and he got blasted just drunk off his ass and we're sitting at the bar and we're having a good time and i can tell that he's getting a little more slurry with his words and he's not holding it together very well but he starts making passes at the bartender and she was a pretty good looking lady older a lot older (laughs) and she wasn't having it and then her husband showed up turns out he was the bar owner and he got pissed and it was threatening to kick Lufric out and threatening to not pay us. And it turned into a fight and it wound up outside. And some people thought that it was part of the act. Some people started fighting each other. It was wild. So I knew we weren't getting paid that night. So I just grabbed as many bottles of wine as I could and <laughs> ran outside. And by the time I made it out there, Lufric was laid out on the ground and I had to drag him away myself. We slept outside. <laughs> But we had wine, so. Very nice. That is a crazy story. We have his head in a bag. <laughs> Take two points of boom. <laughs> I don't know why you had to bring that up. <laughs> I just think it's weird. <laughs> All right. We have a dead boy king in our bag. I think got a weird. lot of dead in my bag. Yep. There's a lot of musty. dead. <laughs> I don't even know what's in my bag. That old cheese wheel I forgot about. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least a few libraries worth of bears. I think I put my leftover crepes in there. I'm pretty sure I kicked a hornet's nest in there. <laughs> Dildane's <Uh-oh>. in there. <laughs> oh no, my little my little cousin I was playing with. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> oh. Let's get started. When we last left off, you guys had. Very handily taken care of these mock (laughs) versions of the bloody brawlers. The last one remaining was actually Ilrandir, who was facing off against Pinwin. As the others had been destroyed, Ilrandir suddenly cocked his head to the side and said to Pinwin that he believed they had a moment to talk. And that's where we're going to drop in. Pinwin, after hearing that, what is your reaction? Oh my god, finally! Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? What's happening? Um, tell me things. Well, I've got a moment to speak. Um, it seems as there's some rage going on in, in the Master's mind as he didn't expect you all to defeat the others so handily. However... You must know that, well, I, sh- I should explain myself. I know that I am not the original Ilrandir. I know this. I am un- not under any uh, illusions to that fact. However, I did overhear the Master speaking. He created us as a failsafe for when the wolves, I believe that's all of you, Uh, When the wolves were to arrive in the ziggurat, as he suspected, you might. He created us simply to force you to utilize 
your energy, your spells, your, your health before facing him. He didn't think that it would be difficult necessarily, but he hoped that you would exhaust some of your resources before he could face you. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. There are five of us. I believe there's been four activations. The fifth one will... Well, I don't know much about who the fifth one is, but I know that the Master said that this person will require quite a bit of energy on all of your parts. And he's planning on fighting you after you fight whatever the fifth person is, whoever they might be. So be careful with that. I don't much like him. He had me do this, and I had to play my part while the uh, the others were active, but now I have a moment of freedom, and I'm sure he will eviscerate me and destroy me, but that's all well and good. I don't like this form, whatever it may take. So since you are connected in his mind a little bit, um, can you tell me any weak points? I I don't know about weak points necessarily, but I do know that he has created a lair here in the ziggurat. And as is the nature of his character, having a lair makes him quite dangerous. It allows him to do things that he might not otherwise be able to do. I also know that it is not his full strength. He is perhaps 75% there, but there is a small piece that resides inside the chrysalis. And if that's been destroyed then part of him also goes with whatever was growing inside of the chrysalis. Okay. Um. It is a curious nature that he has, and what I've been able to learn from him is that he has uh, interesting capabilities. If he is taken down, he turns into a mist cloud or an animal and escapes. I know there's some method of destroying him, but I, I, I don't know what that exact methodology is. But he seemed very concerned by one of your party, I believe Willem, might know a route to kill at least the body that exists here. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, um... You take uh, a left at the spiral staircase. <laughs> Kick him in the nards. Um, <laughs> Master's got nards. What is he scared of? Nards. He's not necessarily scared. He's more concerned, I suppose, I, I should say. Uh, they have a, an, a shared nature of some kind, it seems. I wasn't able to glean the full details, but there's something. They share something. Some connection or link. Sure, but like in general, what is he scared of? Is there anything in that like spiders. he is scared of? Or yeah, I believe he's afraid of not completing the ritual that will summon this great creature. Is that- and it sounds like it's partially been unearthed at this very moment. However, know that inside the ziggurat, time stands still, so you do have some time. Okay, well that is good to know. Um, is that all he thinks about and all he wants is just, oh, Ziggurat bad guy stuff. Is that it? (laughs) That's all he does? Essentially, I know that he has a son somewhere, and he wishes to, I don't know if he wishes to take revenge on his son or just get his son back. It's hard to tell with him, but... His son, huh? Uh, Does his son have a name? 
I, I don't know. I think he called him Max. In any regard, I don't think... <gasps> and then you watch as he just explodes into dust. Okay, okay. So we got a Max. Max Lexi? I like the <laughs> I like the imagery of Pinwin still like behind cover and just his head is sticking out. <laughs> yeah. and they're just That's talking, exactly about, I was talking across it. buildings. But, <laughs> but Pinwin will like pop his head out more when he's talking and then hide back down when he's not. <laughs> so like, so why is he so what, bad, huh? What, what's he scared of and shit? You know, <laughs> smart. I love that. Smart. Um, yeah, and the your area fills with. Uh, ash and dust, Pinwin, and suddenly you are floating in the dark, looking for the answer. <sighs> <laughs> All right, all of you find yourselves in a dark void together. Not at first, however, as the void begins to fade, you guys find yourself in almost looks like the throne room of an ancient like crumbling castle dark stone everywhere hardly any light filters through but that which does is moonlight it's a long stretch about 200 feet up to the throne itself which is empty and crumbling moss grows through the cracks of the stone the the kind of the stretch of the uh, carpet that would normally kind of lead from the throne out is very, very like moth-eaten and clay molded away, very decrepit. And you guys are just standing together in this chamber. But my night spirit was activated again once I entered that dark void. So, so three of you were standing there. <laughs> Oh my god, I am so glad to see you guys. Where, I am too. Did you guys fight bloody brawlers? I did, and yes. I have some juicy information. Are you ready for it? Oh, I didn't get any information. I thought we were just supposed to fight them. I Wait, did where's both. Willem? Where's Willem? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Oh, okay, good. Phew. Um, so Quit sneaking up like that. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna give a guy a heart attack. Nearly cheesing myself. <laughs> I bleaked all over my pants. <laughs> so apparently the master just pretty much all he wants to do is just get his stupid ritual done. And yeah, but he has a kid named Max. What? Wait, Archfate can have kids? I guess. And he named him Max. Max kind of broke the family line of yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I don't didn't know he? what's up with that, but yeah. I'm sure it's not like Maxalock or something. I don't know. Maybe is his kid alive still? He did not say. That's unfortunate. <laughs> maybe that's why he's doing the ritual. So does that mean there's a mom? I don't know. So Gorba one in Archfey loves another Archfey. An archfae. I thought the only archfae there were brothers. Yes. There's a lot we don't know. So does that mean they're like seahorses? And the Tomar's brother? eyes glaze over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm getting hung up on the wrong details here. Yeah. Okay. He has a son. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Yes. Named Max. Do yeah. we know any Maxes? Mm. I don't think so. What if that was the M in the book? Mm. 
Maybe. Everyone give me a history check. Okay. Ooh. Oh my god. Have we met a max? When an archfey has a max. Okay. I'm gonna guidance myself. Gonna guidance <laughs> myself. <laughs> Reliable talent. 21. 21. What are we rolling? In 24. History. history. Oh, insight would have been better. I should. And I don't insight. even have good history. Ah, Hind- we're rolling hindsight. Nineteen. Can I roll insight instead? No. Nope. <laughs> Actually, you and you alone, Pinwin, can roll insight. All right. Oh, because hopefully that's better. He talked to Ilrandir. Oh, I've rolled nineteen on that one. Twenty-seven. Nice. So, you guys, it kind of. Registers. This is a really high DC, but Pinwin, in your notes, is the answer. Did I type it? You sure did. Nuh-uh. Did you check yesterday because I deleted some random stuff where I was like, this isn't useful. Oh, fuck me. I've looked at your notes before, yeah. Before yesterday, or like since yesterday, though? Okay, let me see. Max? Why would you... <laughs> Max. Because I was like, this doesn't even make sense. Max. Do I say the name Max in there? Oh, God, there's so many notes. You read these? Mm-hmm. I read all of you guys' notes. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> there's not a lot in there. All my notes are on my phone or in random notebooks. When you say notes, are you talking about, like, on D&D Beyond? Yep. Yeah, I literally have nothing in there. Why why is Lamax? Why is Lamax? That seems pretty maxy. <gasps> Who is that? I don't know. Yeah, I is put, that a name? Are you wh- saying I put why is Lamax question mark why? question mark. That's it. That's all that was so, in my notes. Uh, Pinwin, you say that name out loud cuz that just like resonates with you super hard. And you guys uh Gorble I think you would be the only one with the high enough. You got 24 or 23? 24. Uh, And you got 21, Willem? Yeah. It really resonates with you and Tomar when Pinwin says Wiselamax. Gorbel, you remember a cottage in the Starlight Plain that belonged or at least referenced a Wiselamax, a great hero. Yes, Wise Lamax, the Starlight Plain, that cottage. Oh. With the stew. With the stew that was like the, was that a stew like the one that was in that room? Now that you guys are connecting the dots, that room that you guys passed through, the imaginary room that you were seeing, did kind of remind you of that cottage oh. in the Starlight Plain. Oh, shit. I think this is before your time, though, Willem. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I was around the first go-round to the cottage. Huh. Uh, I was in the full cottage. He wasn't there, though. Like, what do we do with that? So that was was his cottage, or we found the Book of Adventures with Wise Lamax? That's what you found, the Book of Adventures. Right. Do we still have the book? Uh, I imagine you probably would. We took it? I think Pinwin did. I'm, wow. I'm sure I did. Uh, did you, I have my bag of holding that? Even. Can I roll to find it? Uh, you would just reach in and find oh. what you're seeking in there. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, I will open my bag of holding and uh, try and find the, the wife <laughs> Max book. Push around the body parts. Yeah. <laughs> so you think about the book and it floats into your hand. Okay, here we go. You jacked that dude's book? Okay, it was a book of adventures? How do you not take it? I guess. <laughs> what does it say about him? What does it say about him? So you flip through it, and it's a general like story talking about some of the adventures of Weslamax. Uh, give me investigation, though, Pinwin. Okay. With guidance. With guidance. Ooh, 25. I rolled a 20. Nice. Um, did you add your guidance? No. D4. I am. I am rolling a D4. Do, 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 do. And I got to 27. All right. So with a 27, you very easily spot this. At the back of the book, you didn't notice this before, but at the back of the book, there's a something written. And it says, hey, thanks for being such a great fan. All the best. Signed. And then the letter M. Ooh. Does the does the M signature look familiar? It looks very familiar. What? That's not good. Why? He's the one that was warning, te- well, telling us not to trust Miraluk. Oh, right, right, right. Wait, I thought it was not to trust Mandorin. Mandorin, yeah. So. Oh, okay. A lot of M's. Right, yeah. there is Mira a Luck, lot of Mandorin, M's. Was Max. this on purpose? All the bad guys start with M because they won't remember any other name unless it starts with an M. But is it bad? Because we shouldn't trust Mandorin necessarily. Um, he's done some shady shit for sure. We shouldn't trust anybody, kind Granted, of. But how do we trust the son of Benelok? What did Elrendir say about Max? That he wants to see his son. He wants to see his son. Or he wants to, what did he say? What did you say? He either hates him or wants to see him? <laughs> he either wants revenge or, yeah, he oh. wants him, like, in his life. So things are strained between the two of them. At least, if not. Yeah. If not, he's dead. Mm-hmm. And he wants him alive. Right, right. Something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Does the story mention anything about Wislamax and what came, became of him or anything? It doesn't because it seemed to be something that was written well, by Wise Lamax himself. It just talks, it's like almost like just like really pulpy adventure stuff of him traveling through planes and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. What uh, if it's like definitely the, painted in a way that makes him sound very heroic. What if it's a Gilderoy Lockhart situation where he's actually just a big douche canoe? Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of have to be if you write about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I so wonder great. if Miraluk knows anything about him. He definitely would. He's his uncle. Mm-hmm. Look at my great big shiny sword. Can we send to Miraluk from here or is the magic all messed up? I don't know. I'll let me try. Wait, is your sending for free? No. <laughs> okay. Do you have unlimited minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I got a prepaid card. <laughs> I knew we were going to be going out of country. So. <laughs> I prepared in advance. Okay. <laughs> Roaming. I, I will cast sending to Miraluk. 
and I hope it works and I didn't use a spell slot for nothing. And I'll say, hey, Miraluk, so you have a nephew, Max? Can you tell me more about him? Love Pinwin. Love Pinwin. Sorry. The pixie disappears and does not return. Fuck. Hmm. What a good The ziggurat ate your pixie. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Hmm. What a good time to learn about information of which we could ask a guy that isn't here. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if we can't get, if we can't ask any questions, we can, maybe we can look around here and get some kind of clue until we get thrust into our next fight. Yeah. Because I'm... Sure, that's not over yet. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm definitely worth a shot. Oh. Um, also, he uh, he sent us the fake bloody brawlers to try to uh, use our energy. Joke's on him. Yeah. You guys. And there's a fifth one? What? There's a fifth one? Oh, yeah. We saw a shape of something. Oh, you did? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you guys look around for a little bit, but don't stray too far. I'm going to try and figure out what I can about this Weisel Max person. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. I'm going to take 10 minutes. Okay. I'm going to take, I'm going to hold the book just for a little bit of help. Maybe have my hand resting on the M or whatever. And mm -hmm. then I'm going to concentrate on Weisel Max. You name or describe a person, place, or object. The spell brings to your mind a brief summary of the significant lore about the thing you named. The mm -hmm. lore might consist of current tales, forgotten stories, or even secret lore that has never been widely known. If the thing you named isn't of legendary importance, you gain no information. The more information you already have about the thing, the more precise and detailed the information you receive is. The information you learn is accurate, but might be couched in figurative languages. Language. <laughs> For example, if you have a mysterious magic axe on hand, the spell might yield this information. Woe to the evildoer whose hand touches this axe, blah, 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 blah. All right. So you were going to spend 10 minutes doing that. What are the rest of you guys going to be doing? Investigating. Also investigating and percepting. I'm and going inciting. to be investigating. All right. Give me investigations all around. Investigation party. What's your <laughs> station? 21. 23. 14. Okay, uh, Pinwin, yes. as you're investigating and looking around, you see that there is a, near the left wall, almost near the throne, are some scuff marks at mm -hmm. on the floor, like pretty much where the floor meets the wall, as if something had been moved, something mm. heavy, like a fridge. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like a fridge. Uh, <laughs> Willem, while you're investigating, you know that you look up and you see that there's a lot of like ropes uh, hanging from the rafters up above. Yikes. Some kind of like crisscross. Others are just hanging loose. Don't like that. To what end? And Gorble, <laughs> you see a, uh, a weird little smiley face carved into one of the stones. Does it look like Calcifer's smiley face? Hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> so something big was moved over here. That's kind of weird. I found a smile. We got ominous ropes hmm. hanging from the rafters. I'm going to touch that little smile. 
Okay. You touch the smile. Give me a wisdom save. Oh my god. (laughs) Smiles are supposed to be happy, Seth. (laughs) Everybody, give me your character sheets. (laughs) Who? Four. (gasps) Christ. You are suddenly paralyzed. What? (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone notice? Uh, ever, uh, you wouldn't tell Marcus are concentrating. Penwin and Willem give me perception checks. <laughs> That'd be. It'd be for the love of God. Twenty three. Thank goodness I'm a halfling. I got thirty five. Yeah, you guys both look and you see that Gorbel has like she leaned down to touch something on the floor that she said was a smiley. And now she's not moving. What? At that moment, Willem and Pinwin, you guys notice something creaking above you. Is it the snaky ropes? They are. Hmm. You look up and you see dozens of corpses wrapped in canvas oh. hanging from those ropes. Right. That's art, baby. Hmm. Then, from somewhere in, in the shadowy recesses of the top of the ceiling, up beyond the uh, cross beams. You watch as several forms fall. Give me dexterity saves. Oh. 22. Oh. Oh. That's better than I thought. 20? Alright, you guys are able to avoid as several what appears to be corpses plummet from the ceiling and slam against the flagstones. <laughs> Tomar? You are now noticing this. What uh, what would be your reaction? Are you going to continue what you're doing? This is a weird circumstance because the spell takes 10 minutes to cast, but it's not concentration. Um, So I don't know if I can do other things while I'm doing that. Uh, get, you, We could just do it, decide it with luck if you want to give me a luck check. What do you want me to roll? D20 got a 19 yeah you think you can if you're careful you can uh maybe i can how about i nerf myself and then i can't do concentration spells i was gonna suggest that or taking disadvantage on everything but yeah if you don't if you want to nerf yourself with concentration spells that would be probably the best way to handle it okay i'm gonna fly up into the air a little bit so i can avoid getting damage if possible okay then you guys see up at the top of the chamber above the throne a little almost passageway opens up at the top and light very pale light kind of beams behind a silhouette a shimmying silhouette oh effin no bring it on hey bitch. guys what are you doing here i mean i know why you're here uh is that the real, real Calcifer? Guess you're going to have to find out. And then the passageway closes, and you guys notice that the corpses hanging from the ropes begin spinning and pirouetting through the air and, like, kind of floating back and forth as if they are kind of dancing, moving their arms around. Then the corpses on the ground raise themselves up as well. And you notice that they all now seem to be taking on the appearance of Calcifer. 
All of them are dressed in canvas. <laughs> Their heads are wrapped with the and tightened with the rope. They've all got the smiley face kind of painted haphazardly onto the mask. And some of the ropes drop. And now you're staring at about ten calcifers in front of you. I was right Everyone, about the five sets. <laughs> roll initiative. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I was right about the five sets. <laughs> it's all coming true, man. You too as well, Gorble. You're telepathetic. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> hey. I got 14. Nine. Okay. Fucking 16. <laughs> 14. Katorse. Uh, didn't you also get 14? Yeah, Pinwin's faster, though. All right, so... And you got 16, Willem? Aye. All right, you guys watch as, as these various proxies begin kind of like gyrating around. They're all kind of dancing, but none of them make the same like vocalizations as the uh, calcifer you just saw. However, one in the lead of the pack starts to kind of like saunter forward, throws their hands in the air and waves them like they just don't care <laughs> and waves them like they just don't care and targets you, Willem. He can see I'm gonna me? need a charisma save. He can see me? He can see you. Fuck, what the fuck is my invisibility good for these <laughs> days? Fucking calcifoes. That's how I felt about Pass Without a Trace at a point. <laughs> <sighs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Willem, you suddenly feel like this isn't that big of a deal. Calcifer and company are your friends. They're not gonna hurt you. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Guys, I think they're here to help. Yeah, you're very, very convinced that there's a misunderstanding somehow. They're not calcifoes, he... they're calcif friends. <laughs> I, I, do you have any, I don't uh, know, Willem. Do you have any protections against charm effects? I do. I don't think this helps, though. Oh, that! Okay. So go ahead and roll again. Again. So you'll have advantage against being charmed. <laughs> I, I did worse. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, yeah, you feel like uh, is your buddy, and you don't want to take any actions against him while you feel this way. That's cool. <sighs> I liked my Calcifo and Calcifriend line too fun. much anyway, so <laughs> was I, good. I was kind of hoping. That was Calcifun. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, we better get moving or we're going to get calcified. Uh, Pinwin. Calcified. <laughs> <laughs> for real? <laughs> Willem, I think I disagree. <laughs> this seems pretty bad. Um, so I can tell who the main calcifer actually is? Uh, you saw the one that stepped forward, but there are ten in front of you. Right. Oh, I feel like this is another distraction to use our energy, but I also don't know what else to do. I mean, are they doing anything? Dancing. Right now, they're just gyrating and dancing. Yeah, let them dance. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, let them dance. I will. Well, first, I want to see. With that boon, it says I can... When you make a ranged weapon attack against one of the creatures you have marked, you can also make attack against all other creatures you have marked, as long as they are in range and you are able to see them. 
So I wouldn't be able to keep running my hunter's marks, would I? You could do it three times. Um, like, because I had the three running concurrently. Mm-hmm. You could put one on different ones. Oh, I see. The ones yeah. I have going. Okay. I'll do that, though. That's better than using spell slots for it. I'm going to use a bonus action um, to take my hunter's marks that I've had going still, and I'm going to mark main calcifer for at least one of those right now with that bonus action, and then I'm going to shoot at him. And we'll see how that goes. All right. So you mark him and you shoot at him. Go ahead and roll to attack. 18. 18 does not hit. Eesh. I'll try again. Okay. That one's better. 31. <laughs> that hits. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. I got 13 for damage. 13 damage. Okay. Something interesting happens when you hit this calcifer in the center. All of them start almost magically swapping places. <laughs> They're all in the same positions. You just can't tell which one went where mm. since they all look the same. Mm. Tight. <laughs> Tomar, it's your turn. I'm going to fly down to Gorbel. I'm going to okay. touch her on the shoulder. All right. Cast Lesser Restoration and her paralysis is gone. Oh, look at you guys. And then I'm going to fly away. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Gorbel, watch out. There's a bunch of calcifers by. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Is that it for your turn, Tomar? Yes. All right, Gorbel, you are now a lesser restorated. Uh, you, <laughs> Gotta keep uh, them lesser restorated. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. My brain went there too. Can I? Uh... Can I tell it all which one is what I think is the real one? Um, I scan and I try to determine. Uh, give me perception? You don't know if there's, like, necessarily a real... I mean, if you're looking for one that's, like, real, I guess, yeah, you roll perception. 20. 20. Um, with a 20, you can see at least the one that Pinwin hit with an arrow. All right, all right. Because there's, like, slight fraying to their canvas bag that they're covered in. (laughs) Um, and that one's now in the back row as opposed to being in the front. Get a new canvas, buddy, I think to myself. And <laughs> I'm going to cast, oof, oh, I can't remember what he's resistant to. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Okay. So I need a Wisdom save, 19. He does not save. What do you say to him? I say, I see you and I'm coming for you. It seems to send a a chill down a spine there. Go ahead and roll damage. That's 18 psychic. Okay. It seems slightly less effective than you would have hoped. Mm. Thought so. Well, I didn't think so, but... (laughs) And now that you've... Now I know so. Now you've gone after that one, you watch as... They all change positions again. And you see the sliding passageway in the wall open up just a creak... And a hand come out, Uh-oh. a gloved hand, and then remove, and the it's it slowly closes again. <laughs> remove what? The hand is removed. What did it do? Something happened. It just went. 
That's what it looked like. Some, it was, it's very strange that that would be the the uh, action. It's like those boxes that you see on the internet that people make that like you flip a switch and it pops open and something comes out and yeah. then goes back yeah. in. <laughs> I imagine I was, it like the Halloween candy bowl with yeah. the hand that comes down on you. I was picturing a Goosebumps book cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Whose turn is it? <laughs> Willem, it's your turn again. Cool. Am I still enraptured? You are still enraptured, but you have the opportunity to do a charisma save. At advantage, 23. Yeah. 23. You are no longer under the effects, but now it is, that is technically the end of your turn as that was your (laughs) only opportunity. I had somehow gotten over to the wall and I was just leaning against it and I was smoking a cigarette and I'm just like, the fuck? (laughs) Then you throw your cigarette. (laughs) Yeah, I just throw the cigarette at one of the calcifoes. Please throw it at the main one so we can mark him. <laughs> oh, he's the singy one. He's the singy one. <laughs> Penwin, just before you get ready to take your action, you notice, actually you all notice this, but Penwin, since it's about to be your turn, you notice that now hanging from the ropes are some lanterns. Oh, shit. These look very familiar to you. Are they black? These are the death lanterns. Fuck. You fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hovering above you, and also, from behind, you all can hear a creaking noise. Nice. Good Foley. That was was good. That was good. Thanks. We are the Foley podcast, after all. Foley, man. Foley the Foley. What would you like to do, Pinwin? Yeah, that's a question. So we encountered Death Lanterns before? Oh, yeah. How did we yeah, destroy them last time? Before. My brain doesn't remember. Uh, you know that if they get within five a five foot square of you, you die. Could I Uh-oh. like? Would they shatter if I shot them? Huh. No, uh, they were like super durable. We gotta like avoid them. Yeah, I or think find off find out where the the source is. Yeah, I think we had to because they popped up when we fought Lila and Fortune. Fortune, and we had to like dispose of fortune for them to go and, away, right? And once more before when you fought uh, Calcifer inside the ruined barbarian city. Okay, well, I will try to use maybe perception to see if I can try and decipher where the real Calcifer is based on, like, where my arrow went. Well, what specific... Oh, you're looking for the one that you shot before? Yeah. Okay, uh, give me, it's going to be pretty low DC. Um, actually, what's your passive perception? Uh, hi. Uh, hi. 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 What is my hi. passive <laughs> perception? Howdy, neighbor. It is 27. That's your passive perception? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, mine is. Yeah, you noticed right away. I didn't realize it was that high. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets uh, past him. <laughs> uh, yeah, you noticed right away which one is the one you shot. Yeah. It's that ADHD. Uh, it's now the dir- directly in the center. Okay. Well, I will, as a bonus action, grab one of my other hunters, Mark, Hunter Marks and Mark um, Calcifer. And then... Mark and right. Pinwin. Okay. I will. And okay. I crid. Nice. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. I thought you said crid, and I'm like, what the hell is I crid? crid. <laughs> I guys, crid. I crid myself. You I am criddable. play cribbage? 
it's nice that it calculates that for you too. Wait, uh, how do we do it? Do we do it different? We do from do it differently. Oh, pickles. Okay. <laughs> so it's the full it's your max. It'd be your max damage die at least once, and then you roll the other ones. So it would okay. be max hunter's mark die. So thirteen plus five. Is that it what was your bow D8, is? One d eight plus five. Okay, so, so thirteen. So it'd be eight plus five plus thirteen the hunter's mark. Oh. Six. Yeah, my two hunters marks. Because I know I'm two. Yes, nice, two and I rolled both. No, it would be full damage oh, plus rolling so them. So 12. 13 plus 12? 25? Yeah, 25 plus all the rolling. Okay, so now I just rolled a six and a five with my hunters mark. So there's 11 plus... Roll damage? Oh, seven. So, so 18. 18... Plus, Plus 25. For my first So we're turn. looking at 43? Mm-hmm. Nice. One plus four. 43 plus damage to that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> to that calcifer. Uh, he kind of staggers a little bit, and then you guys watch as they all mix up again. And because of your ability, Pinwin, you notice that now he is in the far back left. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to shoot the far back left again. <laughs> yeah, kill him with this. That'd be fun if I critted twice. Um, I'm glad I'm a halfling, though, because I rolled a one. Oh, man, that's not good. 17? 17 does not hit. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. They still haven't... Is that right? What have they done so far? They've just Dance swapped. Danced and shuffled. And then they charismaed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yep. made a friend. Hmm. They made me light a cigarette and chill. And they also introduced the Death Lanterns. And the weird hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rise from your grave. All right. Do you think the controls are up there? It's the man behind the curtain? Tomar, before you act, you notice that the Death Lanterns begin to move. They shift in place. One... Drops 15 feet in front of Pinwin. One drops 10 feet to the right of Willem. One drops 10 feet in front of you. And one drops 15 feet behind Gorbel. Okay. Buckets of bowls. I will just do a deck save on the one that Pinwin just shot. Okay. That is a 22. Okay. Never mind. So it dips out of the way. And then I'll fly closer to where we saw the hand, and I will try and look at stuff if I can, or at least I will when I get there. Okay. Uh, give. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, from where you're at. It would be like a hundred feet away from you. Okay. I will move that way and avoid the lanterns. Okay. Gotcha. All right, Gorbel, it's your turn. You've got a lantern fifteen feet behind you. Okay. I'm trying to assess the situation. Mm-hmm. And I feel that we all need to be working together to use as little energy as possible and take care of this because I don't think this is supposed to be what takes us out. So I'm going to cast Telepathic Bond and I'm going to do like a little whistle to get okay. everyone's attention really quick. All right. Hmm? Do you guys all look at Gorbel? Yeah. What you got? Yep. And I do my, my little eye thing mm -hmm. and it is cast. All right. Are you going to move at all or anything? I, well, 
if I look up, was that the closest Death Lantern to me? 15 feet away? That's yeah, but close. you know that they... If, oh, they move? Yeah. How fast? They move, what, I think, five squares per round. Yeah, so. get out of there, dude. Okay, I'm going to get out of the way then. Okay, how far away are you going to move? Uh, as far as I can. Are all the Death Lanterns, like, centered in one area? They're all kind of... They're around where you guys are and where Tomar okay. was. I'm going to try to get out to, like, a perimeter where I'm out of the way of the Death Lanterns. Okay, yeah, you want, you could probably head that way. They would be farther away. Okay. Okay, so you kind of skirt around the the gyrating calcifers and you head on towards more towards the throne where Tomar is heading. All right. Okay. You guys watch as now the group of calcifers shifts again, but this time all of their hands come out and Tomar, you see very quickly the passageway open up, hand come out, remove slide closed, but nothing else happens. Was that close enough yet to see what it was doing? How far could you move in around 60 feet. with flight? 60 feet. Uh, so you're 40 feet away. Give me perception. Yeah, I want to know if there's like an actual calcifer being the man behind the curtain situation up there. 28. 28. Uh, you noticed that the hand appeared to be almost like it was dropping something, but you couldn't see what it was dropping. Okay. It didn't come across as a spell. Okay. All right, Pinwin, it's your turn. I'm confused. You've but... got a you've got a death lantern. 15 feet from you. Oh, yeah. Definitely going to move away from that there, Seth. Um. <laughs> okay, you've got... Now that the calcifers are spread out, they're kind of cutting off your retreat. So you can try to... Well, you are a small creature. Yeah, you can move So you through. can move through with a slightly higher DC. I'll, yeah, I'll move through and just uh, try to get as far away as I can with my movement, and then I'll try to find the Calcifer and shoot again. Okay, so you're going to move through them to the other side? Yes. Okay, give me a dex save. Okay. Dex save, yuck. Uh, okay. 25. 25. All right, yeah, you very easily navigate through as they're, like, moving around. None of them, like, reach for you or anything like that, but they do, they're gyrating. And so you're able to get through. Okay. And you get to the other side, and you can still see, even though they're all facing one direction, you can still see from their backs which one is the one you've been shooting. Okay. Does that one seem like it's bleeding or hurt at all? Nothing. No. It seemed like it was a little thrown off its game. Its rhythm is slightly different than the others, as they're all moving in sync, but that's about the only thing. If it was a false calcifer, and I'm using my hunter's mark on it, would it be focused on a non-calcifer, or how does that work? I don't know what you're asking. I'm going to use bonus action <laughs> hunter's mark again. Get that baby going and marked on calcifer. Mm. I wish I could investigate up there, but if I fly, that'll be a spell thing. Tomar, is there any way you can see what's going on with the hand up there? That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, oh, okay, good. Keep doing that because I, I don't know if I'm doing anything with these ones. These could just be like puppets. Maybe just avoid them then. I mean, I'm going to shoot for fun. Well, I mean, maybe there's another answer somewhere in here. Can I perceive for an answer? <laughs> um, yeah, can I, can I use perception <laughs> actually to like look around the room to see any evidence of like... Strings being pulled in some capacity. Um, go, you can go ahead and roll perception, yeah. 24. 
24. Um, you don't see any strings being pulled. They are all moving in, you know, in a syncopated fashion, except for the one that's obviously been a little bit injured is moving slightly out of rhythm. But yeah, there's no strings that you can see. Were you being metaphorical? Yes. Yeah, that was a metaphor. Like, yeah, is, are they like, being controlled by some force of yeah, any kind? Just something out of place. With perception, mechanism. you cannot see anything of that nature. Okay. With perception, huh? Um... All right. Well, then I guess I'm going to go ahead and I wouldn't be able to investigate too, could I? No, you've already used your perception. Right. Okay, then I'm going to go ahead and shoot for fun. Okay. Roll to attack. 20. 20 hits. Yay. I'm literally, I I don't think these are real calcifers, so I'm just doing it for fun now. 25, wait, 25? Yeah, 25 25 damage. damage. Uh Okay, on that lead, Kelsifer? Yes. All right, you fire, and you watch as your arrow hits it dead center mass, and it explodes. As that happens, Pinwin, you watch as the blood and gore that kind of splattered all over the other Kelsifers starts to undulate. And they they all suck together into this massive, like, congealed form and whip around and stare at you. You have another attack, though. So it's now not ten calcifers, but a giant one? Correct. Yikes. That is yikes. Um, well, and it's, like, all, like, stuck together with, like, looks like dead flesh and cloth and fabric. And there's, like, various ew. little smileys all over. You, I'm definitely gonna Shit. shoot that. <laughs> and and uh, Willem, you're the only one that's on the other half of the room at this point, so you can see its back. And it's <laughs> and high. it's like <laughs> yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre version it's of open. a Paul Frank doll. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, I rolled a twenty to hit it. Twenty hits. Okay, eighteen this time. Eighteen. Pinwin, with your perception, you see your arrow slink into this creature, and it doesn't even seem to react. It's almost as if it just absorbs the arrow as it slinks into the flesh. Can we push, can we push this thing on top of the death lanterns? Maybe. That's not a bad idea. Because it seems to just absorb. So, let's yeah, let's do that. Willem. Oh. You watch as the Death Lanterns lift into the air, circle around, and all of them, all four, land in a semicircle around you, each ten feet away. Oh, fuck. What will them do? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a wall behind him? You are five feet from a, or sorry, you are ten feet from a wall. One is right next to the wall. I am going to hold my action. I'm going to get up to the door, mm-hmm. and I'm going to hold my action and wait for the hand to come out. Okay. And, and then I'm going to fucking try and grab that shit. All right, Gorbel, it is your turn. You're down. A, you're pretty close to the bottom, like right beneath Tomar. Tomar, what are you doing up there? I'm down here, Gorbel. I'm by the door. The door's up. I'm up here by the door. <laughs> I'm about to grab this asshole. Okay. Willem? Yeah. You got that, or do you need a little help? I'll handle these. Just worry about the calcic clump. 
I feel like you might have the more pressing issue. I'll distract these. You handle the actual, like, sentient, giant flesh mound. Okay, we need to come up with a plan together because this is going to wear us out. And six seconds, so you have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. It's my head. <laughs> we can do what we want in our You head. guys can continue at the, you know, the next person's round, but... Thank you, Seth. That's some good police in one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'm going to get out my steel horn of the champion's hall. All right. And I'm going to blow it. Is that thing still dancing? Uh, Oh, yeah. The big creature is like doing a little. Okay. So I'm going to blow it so that I give my allies inspiration for one hour. Okay. But I'm also going to blow it in a way so that it's really like offbeat. I'm going to try to throw the creature off its rhythm. Uh okay. Give me give me persuasion or no, give me performance. I'm going to roll for the inspiration that they get. Okay. Yay. Oh, you're welcome everybody. That's 19. Ah, persuasion. Performance. 31. 31 so you start like tooting off rhythm like like (laughs) like a half beat behind where the creature is gyrating and high or low low you watch as the creature seems like a little bit confused give me roll a d8 and tell me what that is 11 t three three you have given this creature three psychic damage there is they're in one psychic damage but you've also given everyone advantage on nice. this creature for the next round nice as okay. it is messed up psychologically yeah gorbel toot that do they have <laughs> do they have plus 19 for the next hour what's the description on the horn yeah Blowing on this ancient metal instrument gives you and your allies inspiration for one hour. Roll the d20 to determine the amount. Okay, yeah. Works so much like bardic inspiration. So you guys can add a 19 to any roll within the next hour. Right. So any one roll? Any one roll. Oh, okay. okay. Not perpetually. I was like, no. that'd be an insane monster. <laughs> um, so yeah, this, this creature is like all discombobulated, and now it's going to take its first... Big boy attack. And <laughs> <laughs> when you watch as it lifts its arms, its arms extend and it slaps down at you. I'm going to need a dex save. Okay. I was hoping to say it put its arms down and started to crump. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you a hug. <laughs> 27. 27. So you did save. However, the shock wave from this hitting the ground kind of ripples out, and you're going to take half damage here. Mm. Well, you avoided the big boy attack, though. Mm-hmm. So you're going to take 30 damage, force damage, Pinwin, as the right. kind of the force of this slap down from its arms kind of rakes across you, and you are also not knocked prone at the moment. I am or am not? You are not. Oh, yay. Well, that's good. Tomar, you watch as the passageway opens and an arm comes out. I'm going to grab it. All right, you grab it. 
as you were waiting with your action. It's not fighting me or anything. I'm gonna try Doesn't and pull, seem like it. I'm gonna try and pull them out and wrestle their arm away. Okay, you pull, Come and here, you fucker. you literally yank what appears to be a long pole with a dead arm on the end of it. Yeah. The pole is about ten foot long, and as you like, kind of pull it out, you realize it's not connected to anything, and the passageway closes. Eesh. Do we all need to escape out the effing passageway? I inspect the pole. The pole is made of wood. It's got a dead arm on it that seems to be moving of its own accord, Ew. and it looks like it is continually like kind of pushing its palm out as if it's dropping something. And there's nothing in its hand? There's nothing in its hand. What the hell? I think we should go out the passageway. Guys, I got a dead arm here <laughs> uh, with a pole on it. So it wasn't connected to anything? A pole. Well, yeah, but it has to be doing something. Yeah, there's the, got to be something going on up there. Should we just should shouldn't we just go up? You can. There's not really anything we need. Like we don't need to do anything. Should here. we destroy the hand? And six seconds, Willem. It's your mm. turn. All right. How far? How far up in uh, the sky? The sky, I guess. How <laughs> far up are the raptors? Uh, the raptors are about forty feet up above you. Tight. I'm gonna huck my warp dagger at one of the rafters. Nice. Okay. Alright. This will just be like more of your attack roll will have a lower DC because it's just basically gonna be an accuracy roll. 29. Yeah, you uh, are accurate as fuck. You throw your warp dagger and it sticks right into one of the beams. I'm gonna warp to it and I'm gonna try and pull myself up uh, to land on top of the rafter. Do a you little. You do that easily. Tight. Uh, and since that was technically an attack action, I'm going to take my extra attack mm. by shooting at the council lump. All right. It's pretty much directly below you. All right. And this thing's like 20 foot tall, so it's about 20 feet below you. We're going to rain down hell on your way as motherfucker. Maybe not. <laughs> 21. Uh, you, you fire your bow? Yeah. All right. You hit. Tight. Yay. Um, did he, was he aware of me? It didn't seem like it. It seemed pretty preoccupied with Pinwin. Okay. So would we assume that this would trigger a sneak attack? It very well could. Uh, warping to a location would be a very easy way to uh, get a sneak attack. Tight. So let's see here. All right. So eight for the base damage. And 26 for the sneak attack. Okay. So 34. 34 damage. You watch as your arrow slinks into the top of its head and just it looks kind of absorbed. It doesn't look like it had as much of an effect as you hoped. That's fair. It's worth the draw. <laughs> That's my turn. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Pinwin, it is now your turn. As you're about ready to do something, you watch as that ring of lanterns lifts into the air, floats around, passes this creature, passes you, and lands in a line in front of Gorble. About ten feet from you, Gorble. Pinwin, it's your turn. Gorble, watch out! Is... Okay, so if I look at the walls um, leading up to the ceiling, is there anything I could climb to get up, Lee? You gave this place a good once-over. 
you notice that that section of the wall that had like the scuffing on it had a like a couple of like grooves that you might be able to climb up? I'm gonna try to go over there and yeah, climb up. I forgot something big was moved there. What would that be? So you you run over and you climb up on the grooves? Yeah, I'm gonna try to get up. Give me a deck save. Okay. A deck save. 25. 25. You are not uh, you are not like thrown through a loop as this wall flips over while you're climbing on it. Penguin. Ah! <laughs> and you are now upside down clinging to this wall in a dark passageway. Oh. <laughs> Guys, I'm in a dark passageway if you can hear me. What <laughs> happened? Did anyone see it? Uh, I don't think anybody saw that, no. Okay. In the dark passageway, if I put on my blue goggles, can I see? Yeah, it's a dark passageway. Oh, <laughs> no, just nothing's in there? No, it's very dark and very passageway. made of stone. <laughs> hmm. Much dark. Oh, well, I'm going to use telepathic bond and I'm going to think I forgot it. We're bonded now. Um, hey, guys. So apparently that spot where I saw the scuffs, it's a, it's a door to this dark hallway. Uh, What's in there? Is there a way around? A way around? I, I don't know. And six seconds. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll move forward there's no area of light like i can see up ahead or anything in this hallway you you literally have to use your goggles in order to see so it's completely dark in there but it's not magical darkness because you can see okay um um i might try moving forward just a little bit to try to see if i can see like yeah perceive anything important or helpful yeah you see that this uh passageway hooks to the right uh, up ahead, maybe about 50 feet. So you can head up towards that way. I'm scared to travel by myself. I thought you weren't scared of anything. Oh, yeah. I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> but yeah, guys, if you can get here. The six seconds is over. It is It is over. They are now currently distracted by whatever was concurrently going on. Okay. Well, I might uh, just kind of hang back for a second and wait. I'm not scared of anything. Penwin's not scared of anything. I'm gonna. Yeah, Penwin's brave. Yeah, I'm gonna go forward and see, like, very sneakily and carefully and cautiously go forward and try to see if I can, like, spy on someone working on putting that show together. Uh, give me sneakies. I will. Is Penwin gonna find the real Calcifer again and just. <laughs> <laughs> Third or 50th time's a charm. He's just playing a Game Boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. Ow! (laughs) Ooh, 34. You are sneaky. You are one with the shadows. Okay. All right. So you creep on forward. I do. Tilmar. How close is Gorbel? Gorbel is like 50 feet below you. Uh, and does she have a discernible way out of her predicament? Um, I mean, they're spaced out, like, every five foot, so on the far side, she could probably, you know, zig over, but it would be cutting it close, because it's not very wide in here. It's roughly 50 feet wide. Does the door in front of me swing open or slide open? Slides open. Mmm, it's a slidey, not a swingy. <sighs> this changes things. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna wait till the door opens again. If it does, if it doesn't on my, well, if it doesn't on my on this round, I'll waste my turn, I guess. But I'm gonna wait for it to open, and then I'm gonna like put the hammer down, like where the door would close, to try and keep it open. Okay, and, and then I That's then, the I, then I then I'll explain to Gorbel like how I saw her to be able to squeeze out if she didn't see it. Okay. All right. Gorbel, it's your turn. They're 10 feet away from you, and you know they're probably getting ready to move. Shit. I'm going to make make a run for it. Okay. So you could zig straight off to the left, and you'll have to... It'll take a deck save to get around them, but... I'll do it. Okay. So you zig over the 50 feet to the edge. Mm-hmm. Give me a deck save, which you have an advantage. She's zigging. She's zagging. In the ziggurat. Hopefully that's good enough. 22. Oh, yeah, that's plenty. <laughs> nice. You, like, run so fast that you kind of run up the wall and then come down the other side, nice. and you narrowly avoid them as you watch behind them, them move forward five feet. So they're five feet I don't know why Willem away. needs those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just run hard. But now you, you are in front of the arms of this, this uh, calcifer creature. It's, you're, like, 20 feet in front of the arms, about... 35 feet from the actual creature. Do you want to do anything else other than this run? Um, yes. But I'm going to think back to everybody. Is everybody still safe? And do we still want to engage with this thing? Still good up here. I'm going to try and get this door open so we can get through. I, I think it's a distraction. I think we need to just leave it. How did you get in there, Pinwin? I just was going to climb the wall and then it just like flipped over and now I'm stuck in the dark hall and I took a right hook. Where were you, Pinwin? I'm looking around for the scuffs. Okay, end six seconds. Mm. Give me a perception check. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I just bleaked all over myself. (laughs) Ooh, 20. All right, yeah, you see the spot on the wall, which is about 50 feet from you. Um on the other side of the room uh, where the scuffs are. Can I dash over there? Uh, it would be the rest of your action, yeah. That's fine. Okay. I want to make it over there. Okay, you dash over. Actually, you'd still have... Mm, you'd still have like 20 feet left of movement if you really wanted to. Get in that does, hole. Does it get me in? Uh, you're standing in front of a blank wall. I touch it. Nothing happens. Pinwin, how did you do this? I tried to climb it. All right, you guys are pushing this six seconds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, if the six seconds is over, then cut me off. No, it's fine. I try to, I try to climb it. All right, give me a deck save. Mm-hmm. Do you have to fail it or succeed it? Did you succeed the deck I save? I did. <laughs> I forgot about the deck save entirely. 20. 20. All right. The wall flips over while you're holding onto it, and you cling on, and now you're upside down in a dark hallway. Pinwin? Anything else you'd want to do as uh, like a bonus action (laughs) other than talking? (laughs) No. Okay. Um, All right. It is now the creature, the massive creature's turn. Now that two of its quarry are gone, it's going to look around and you hear for the first time it make a noise. (laughs) (laughs) And then it looks like it's spitting something up and... Oh, no. A... Glittering orb sits in like covered in gunk and like 
viscera in front of it. This glittering orb starts to spark with energy. <laughs> I'm looking at the orb and the monster and then back at the door and then at the orb and the monster and back at the door. Uh, everyone still in this room needs to give me a wisdom save. Oh, sweet Jesus. That was close. 27. Okay. It was almost a two. Ooh. But you still that plus 19. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 20, no, 35. All right, 35. So both of you are fine as this as this sparking orb turns bright red and then blasts out with red light that bathes the entire area. No surface is untouched by this light. And you feel as though like you're you easily were able to beat back the force that was climbing inside of your mind that all seemed to be threatening to give you some sort of hallucination. Hmm. But you were able to push it off with to no effect. Willem, get over here. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Willem, it's your turn. How far in front of the creature is the orb? Ten feet. It's been like pretty much in front of itself. And okay. And I'm pretty much right above the creature. Yes. You're directly above it. It hasn't moved. It almost looks like it's afraid to move too far. Okay. And I'm 60 feet above him. You are 20 feet above him. Oh, okay. Because um, the rafters are 40 feet. It's about 20 feet. Oh, gotcha. Because he's tall. Okay, gotcha. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Math. Okay. <laughs> um, and Tomar is in Do, front of the creature on the other yes. side of the room. Yep. So you've got a rectangle. You're like on the upper right. He's direct center up floating. On the other side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So... Excellent. That's exactly how I was picturing it. This is nice. Okay. I I don't know if I can do all this in one turn. Are you going to Shia LaBeouf <laughs> from Indiana Jones? God, no. <laughs> I'm going to Indiana Jones from Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to first spider bow mm-hmm. the orb. Okay. So I'll roll for that first because... Whether or not things succeed will determine if I continue with this plan. 26. Yes, you very accurately spider bow the orb. I would then like to Laura Croft dive off of the rafters right okay. in front of the orb. All right. Are you are you going to land? Yes, please. Okay. Give me acrobatics. Yes, sir. Acrobatics. Wah, wah, wah. 23. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, it's it's not the fanciest you've ever done, but it's still pretty fucking sweet. You just dive off into a, like a roll, I imagine. Uh, kinda, yeah, almost okay. like like a superhero landing. Oh, okay, yeah, three point <laughs> land. With, okay. with like, yeah, with like the my right leg out and my left leg crouched and like okay, the, so Spider Man style. For, yeah, yeah, essentially yeah, Spider Man. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And then I would like to, like I said, I don't know if I could do all this in one turn, but I just, this is how I, uh, what I'm imagining. I want to like whip a dagger out real quick and do a quick spin around swipe around the orb. (laughs) Okay. So that there's still web covering it, but it's not, it's no longer like anchored to the floor. Okay, so that would be like that would be movement. It would be like interacting with an object with flavor. So that I think that would still qualify. I'll allow it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. 
Um, and then You're it's not at, doing anything crazy. And then it's at this point, I'm imagining I've probably exhausted most of what I can do. What I would like to do next is essentially just <laughs> lean back so that the uh, the web sticks to my back. Okay. And then right. start running towards Tomar. Okay, you've what's your what's your speed? Thirty. Thirty. I so I would say leaping from there, like because it it Exhausted. would basically with your acrobatics would give you be like half of your movement, so you can move another fifteen feet okay. after doing that. Cool. Okay, so you lean back and then start running forward. Sweet. However, because you did enter within the ten foot range mm-hmm. of the creature, it is going to get an attack of opportunity on you. That is fair. Okay. It is going to go to attack you, but it still has disadvantage from the horn that Gorble blew. So let's see here. Oh, that's a natural one. Ooh. Yes. Uh, give me a luck roll, Willem. You got it. The way that you <laughs> said that, I thought it was going to be a nat 20. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to add that 19. So 22. Okay. <laughs> on a, so what is it on a luck roll? It was a three, but I got a 20. If I add the 19, 22. Okay, so we'll do a max of 20 there. So you maxed out the luck roll. Willem, as this creature flopped lazily past you, you think that you can now get an attack of opportunity on its limbs as you're escaping. So go ahead. If you would like, you can take an attack of opportunity. <sighs> All right. Uh, I'm going to specifically focus on the thumb of the hand that swiped at me. Okay. And we're going to swing that blade of Kariki Ange. Okay. That's a 19. He will cut off. That will hit. Thumb. I'm sorry. I'm done. 14 damage, please. All right. 14. And this one actually seems to have affected the creature. Oh. If you're using Kariki Ange. Tomar, you just watched Willem sh- uh, <laughs> shoot a web, dive down, land, do a little f- turny thing, lean back and start running, and then as the and then dodge out of the way of a creature's attack, and then slice at its thumb, all within the span of a very you know six seconds. <laughs> so, one of the cooler things you've probably seen Willem do, maybe not. Um, I'd say it's up there. But yeah, so I just wanted to let you know you saw that. And you were still holding your action, right? Yeah. The passageway slides open, and another arm sticks its way out. I shove my hammer in the crevice, and I just start, like, pushing my way to open the door. Okay, give me strength. Mm -hmm. So you're going a different way. Strength check, strength save. What am I doing? Uh, It's going to be a strength save, because this thing is not going to want to stay open. That's an 11. An 11. Okay, you... So how are you in this? Uh, well, I would have put my hammer in between and then shoved my way in. Okay, so the hammer keeps it wedged, but you're, like, struggling to push it apart with this save. I'm assuming because it's a reaction, we'll have the save. Now, if you would like to take an action since you kind of you know forewent your action for this express purpose now you can physically make a strength check to try to wedge it open as opposed to keeping it from closing god damn it 10 10 
No, you're just you're kind of like stuck there in the. No. <laughs> uh, you're kind of stuck there in that little crevice. It's just as wide as your hammer. But yeah, you're you're having a really rough time. This is a very difficult to move door. You watch as the arm snakes back in, though. Okay, I'm just sweating. <laughs> Pinwin. Yes. You heard Gorbel enter the passageway. I'm gonna think to Gorbel. Okay, Gorbel, I move forward and veered right. Um, just proceed carefully, and I'll try to move a little bit slowly. I guess I don't have to move slowly. You'll catch up to me. I'll move normal speed, but just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm going to keep creeping forward, trying to perceive whatever I can. Should we just leave him back there? I, I agree. I don't think we're supposed to fight that thing. I was trying to get everyone to come this way. Um, Wait, they can they can hear us. Yeah, guys, we're good. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say we're good. I definitely wouldn't say that. Why? Why? It's like a pride can thing. Can you follow us? We're we're not like worry about us. Bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we should split up. That wasn't my intent. And six seconds. What are you doing, Pinwin? I'm gonna move forward cautiously. Okay. You, you don't make it very far before you see a doorway. In the dark. Door in the dark, band name Dibs. What would you like to do with the rest of your turn? You still have an action that you can make because you've just been using movement speed. Yeah. Um, a doorway, huh? Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know if I can wait for old Gorble. <laughs> um, the veering right business, um, would I like be able to tell since it's on the other side of the wall, is it moving like kind of against where the wall would be or like veering like perpendicular? way off the building. Um, sort if you look at it from above, you'd be looking at it like here's the room, mm -hmm. right? And you're you came in here, the front the front is right here where the throne was. Mm -hmm. You came in and you're veering right. So you have a feeling you're heading towards, you're in the walls somewhere, but you're heading kind of in the direction of the throne room or the th where the throne was and where that other door was. I don't know if I should proceed forward by myself then, which isn't a very exciting turn, but um, yeah, I think that might be it because I don't, I don't want to split up our party. Um, the party's already split up. Though. I mean, split us up more by having me go in here and then potentially like really messing things up. I don't know what's in there. Uh, does the door have a handle? It does. And it's a door. Okay, you said doorway. Is it just like it's so a, it's like a door leading to one a, door? Okay, with door frame. Yeah. Can I try to like do a little peeky under the door or like put my ear against it to listen again? Like try. Hmm? Uh, sure. Give me a perception check. Okay. 29. 29. You can hear clinking and clanking on the other side of this door, Penwin. Almost as if there's gears moving or something. Hmm. And that'll be your turn unless you want to make an action. All right. Tomar, it's your turn. Oh. Can I tell that this is being magically closed and opened? Give me an arcana check. <laughs> Actually, just give me perception. Okay. As I'm still like struggling to hold it up and twenty-nine. <laughs> uh no, it doesn't seem magical. You can hear like a clinking noise. As almost as if it's like automatic somehow. 
Can I try and wedge my way through? Give me, yeah, give me strength check. Fucking shit. Weird that you're <laughs> struggling with strength checks. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't have a proficiency in it anymore because I'm not a fighter. Mm. Oh. But he's so strong as Fox, huh? But he's not in the fitness club. And I keep so. rolling shit. It's 10. <laughs> Again? Damn. Damn. Uh, yeah, no, you're you're struggling at the uh, at this. Like, I don't know if you want to try something else, but at least it's not closing all the way because you have your hammer in there. So is it not? Is am I not taking damage from it closing? No, you like can't even like get in there because it's only as it's like about this wide. However, the base of your hammer width is, so you can get kind of wedged in there, but it's not closing on you. I mean, I have ways to move it, but I just. I need to concentrate on that spell still. Mm -hmm. um, fuck. Can I peer in the doorway and look down the hallway and see what's in there? Yeah, you have dark vision, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me perception. Glad no one's watching me. <laughs> 30. Uh, yeah, you peer down and you see that it leads to... There's a hole in the back where you could assume maybe that about 10 feet back where that pole arm came from. And then right below that is like a trap door. Okay. How big is the trap door? Uh, it's like a five foot square. And is it in the wall or the floor? It's in the floor. Okay. All right. Um, am I directly above where Pinwin went in? No, you are. Pinwin went on the left hand side of the room. Uh, you're in the center. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna need help trying to open this door, man. On my way. <laughs> All right. What are you carrying over there? I'm not quite sure yet, but it's glittery and shiny, and it looks like it could fuck someone up. So I like it. Was that the thing that tried to fuck us up? It is indeed. Well, that's another one of my favorite things. Things that try to fuck me up, and I make him fuck the thing that fucked us. Is that safe? Six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only, a great <laughs> Only if you wear Is protection. Uh, Gorbel, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to proceed and go to the right and follow to where Pinwin said he would be. You easily catch up. You see Pinwin pressing his ear against a door. <laughs> <laughs> What's inside? I hear clanking like gears. Well, should we go in? I want to. <laughs> Well, let's do it. I'm not just going to hide in the wall all day. Okay. <laughs> we'll Are you going to do it or am I? Okay, I'll together. do it. <laughs> okay. Count of three. Be ready. Okay. For whatever weird shit we might see. Okay. One, two, three. And you guys wrench the door open and launch yourselves in. <gasps> Willem. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I was you are I was racing away. Are you going to head up to where Tomar is? Yes, please. Okay. You run up the wall. You, you uh, <laughs> Give me an acrobatics check. No, never mind. Sorry. The Death Lanterns have moved. They are not in your path at the moment. Tight. So are you just going to run up the wall? Yep. You see me like All trying right. to hold, pull the door. <laughs> <laughs> so you run up the wall and you see uh, Tomar struggling to get this thing open. Okay. Do I, I, I reach him? Yep. Oh, tight. Okay. I honestly thought that was just going to be like my turn was moving. Okay. Uh, I try to... So is it like completely closed? My no, he has his wedged hammer in. wedged in. Oh, Keeping okay. it open. But he's struggling to like open it up anymore. Okay. 
we can't slip through. Uh, no, it's it's pretty narrow, at least for okay. Tomar. <laughs> okay, no worries. Okay, so I'm going to gain purchase. on. So I'm going to be standing on the wall and opposite of the... So the way that it would open. So mm-hmm. like if it opens toward me this way, I'm going to be standing on the wall to gain purchase and try and pull at it as okay, he pushes. the opposite way? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who wants to make this check... Uh, the other person will be giving help, so that means you'll have advantage. Uh, what is the check? You're the strong strength check. Uh, fuck. I well, believe in you. I'll try it. I believe in okay, you. Okay, with Willem's help, you have advantage. 24. Nice. 24. Yeah. You, f- the two of you are able to <laughs> wrench it open enough to get inside. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, Willem. I do like a side dive in, <laughs> in through. So I hold it for a couple seconds while <laughs> he, he hops in. So, so like if, so like if it was a stylish uh, director directing it, it would be, it would be angled so that it looks like I'm jumping up and over or something as something <laughs> closes upward. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. All right, you guys, the door slams closed once Tomar releases it, and you guys are in the dark, but both of you have dark vision, so it's dim. There's a floor over... I mean, obviously there's a floor, but there's a, <laughs> there's a door on the floor. <laughs> we got a floor door over here? Yes. Well, uh, is there a handle or a, a lever or... A- yes. Please tell me we're opening up to the same room and we just bump into each other. This turns into cube. <laughs> do you have like a bag to put that thing in? I do. It's weirding me out. I do. Um, and I actually, I just kind of like, I set it down and I, I kind of just kind of web it up a little bit more so that it's not as exposed. And then I just uh, throw it in my pouch, in my satchel. Okay. It just explodes someday. <laughs> <laughs> they find like my just my lower jaw. You're just gust from Breaking Bad. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my lower jaw is just like fucking hanging out of the wall to the right. <laughs> I'll try and open the trap door. All right, it very easily opens. <laughs> Looking down into a room. Oh no, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Can we see how far it goes down? About 40 feet. All right. Is there anything else in there? From your vantage point, you can see like there's a bunch of like gears moving and a bunch of like different stuff, like mechanical things. The frick is that? I'll get in. Okay. All right. Well, uh, uh, you sure you don't want me to go first? Why? I mean, I can scope out the place a little bit and make sure there's no ambushes happening. I'm not scared of ambushes. That's <laughs> fair. And you can what fly. I'm ambushes? more scared of the orb, to be honest. I'm going to go... <laughs> also fair. <laughs> go down in there and then f- give him room to get in. I'm going to uh, hunker down and like kind of lower myself so that I'm hanging and then uh, swing my feet up so that I'm hanging from the ceiling. Got you. All of you guys enter the same room at the same Yay! time. <laughs> that was convenient. It worked out. However, in the center of this room <laughs> is, a, is a large pillar, kind of conical shape made of metal, 
And there's a narrow window inside of it. Oh, there's a ton of gears spinning. A huge machine is, like, working. Different aspects of this. It's almost like a control room of some kind. In the center is a conical-shaped device with a window in it. And inside, you can see the extremely atrophied face of the real Calcifer. Lars. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Hell yeah. Finally. I'm going to cut that real head off. Unless we could reason with him. No. Nope. No reasoning. Mm -hmm. No. Tired of it. We tried. Nope. I will have his head. We should try and reason with him. I'm going to cook his brains and eat them. All right. Why don't you guys tell me why you deserve five points of boon? I unparalyzed Gorble. Yeah. That was my only main contribution. (laughs) Well, you also went to the top door that I wanted to do, but would require me to fly. Struggled to survive without doing spells while I was doing a spell. Tomb Raider Jones. We avoided a lot of death uh, lamp things. Mm -hmm. And um, I got distracted and went down hall. And now and we're all in the same room now. You activated the second form of the boss. By shooting that other one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You did a, did a bunch of preemptive, like, helping, helping things. Helping. Buffs and markings and, yeah. yeah. You got the the fact that Benelok has a son. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I th- I, well, how about all of you guys? What, <laughs> not yeah, just one person. Right. Gorble. Two, uh, speaking said, of helping, Gorble helped a bunch because... Um, you know, like we all have inspiration. We and yes, that, um, was, that was hugely helpful. Good. You guys can all have five points of boon. Yay! <laughs> Why am I using my phone? I have a computer. Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. <laughs> That's number one. the most valuable player character i want you guys to tell me who deserves an additional five points of boon now for your and the audience's benefit willem is one tomar is two pinwin is three and gorbel is four on the count of three i want you guys to hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you would like to vote for the mvpc i'll count to three and then we will vote take a moment to decide does everybody know who they want <laughs> one, two, three, vote. All right, we've got one vote for Gorble, one vote for Pinwin, and two votes for Tomar. Pinwin, why'd you vote for Gorble? I voted for Gorble because, um, yeah, that advantage was awesome. And then um, she also followed me into the dark. And Looking for the answer. <laughs> no, wrong song. <laughs> oh. Wrong song. <laughs> oh, it's that other one. Yeah. I'm confused uh, now. Yeah, so that's fun. And then we got to open the door together like buddy cops. It's fun. <laughs> buddy cops. <laughs> All right, very nice. Uh, Tomar, why did you vote for Pinwin? He found the secret entrance and took the easy way out. And he did a cool crit. And he also got some valuable information out of Illyrandir and asked questions that I would have told Pinwin to ask if I were there. So <laughs> proud of him. Very nice. Gorba, why'd you vote for Tomar? It was a tough call between Tomar and Pinwin because Pinwin did a lot of really cool shit. But Tomar 
saved me from paralysis and I was really concerned about how I was going to get out of that because mm-hmm. if it was going to be another wisdom save that probably wasn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very nice. And Willem, why would you vote for Tomar? Uh, I liked the the kind of bookend and how it was uh, mirroring Gorbol unpetrifying Tomar in <laughs> yeah. the uh, death tyrant room. And I thought that we was have sweet. to keep it even. <laughs> yeah, I could tell is like, I don't like Tomar doesn't like owing people things. So he was like, <laughs> I am absolutely going to swoop in and take the do- opportunity to <laughs> even the things out back. here. Don't get me back. We're good. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It's not the same level. I'm sorry. That was lesser restoration. I did true. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. Yeah. All and right. Also, very nice. Willem also Indiana Jones. That was cool. Yeah, Tomb Raider Jones. Mm-hmm. But if he's bringing a super weapon to us, then I'm like, that might be bad. <laughs> yeah, that would so, suck. TBD. Can we put it in the bag? If it's cool, it might explode everything in the bag. If it's cool but... later, then I will vote for him then. <laughs> I, so I had All to right. take it because that I... That means tonight's MVPC <laughs> is Tomar Iron Fist. <laughs> Struggling with a Tomar. door. Yeah. <laughs> What were you saying, by the way? (laughs) Billy was in the middle of talking and then you interrupted him. Oh, sorry. I couldn't hear anything. I know. It honestly, it's it's one of those things. It's not important. (sighs) Well, say it out loud. God damn it. It's all hyped up now. So I I shared (laughs) There's so much pressure on you. I took the the orb thing because the picture that I shared in the chat of the Final Fantasy Tactics monster. So in Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, there are these zodiac stones and the like bad guys that have them they get turned into monsters like that and then when you defeat them they like essentially like out the zodiac stone and you collect them oh so Ah. when he said that i was just like (laughs) because it was after i sent that picture and i was like holy fuck i have to have that now interesting (laughs) yeah i don't know why else he would have thrown that up so maybe Maybe that's a thing. Hopefully. That'd be great. <sighs> it just matched up too much. I was like, want. Yeah, my childhood. Give <laughs> <laughs> me. All right. Well, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. And, uh, you know, if you guys like what you hear, consider checking out wherever you listen to your podcasts and uh, rating us. Consider rating us five stars. We'd really appreciate it. Or consider leaving us a review. We will read every single review we receive on our podcast. And then you can bask in our adoration and the glow of self-satisfaction. Uh, also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. Look at what we have available. There's a ton of goodies that we are offering, including the ability to donate camp. I always say donate in order to offer up campfire questions. Uh, you get a higher like a uh, title rank in our discord server. And speaking of discord, check out our discord. It's free. It's open to the public. Hang out with us, chat with us, shit post with us. That's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. I'm your host and DM Seth. And this is the D 20 syndicate podcast where we go on adventures. So you don't have to. Bye.
No, but with groceries, that was a whole other... The groceries took me way too long because I'd have internal panic all the time, and I don't know why. I'd just be like, oh, God, I need this, but I also need this, and I don't remember what meal I'm getting this for. This is grocery shopping Are with ADHD, I realized. family? <laughs> <laughs> can't remember! <laughs> when I was ordering online, though, I would... They would ask for special instructions, and I'd be like, "Here's how I like my bananas." Didn't you <laughs> technically order Seth online? Huh? <laughs> I did order Seth online, and you but, couldn't touch him ahead of time. Yeah, you did have to sample the goods, I guess. He's all coarse and stuff, and grainy <laughs> and porous. Yeah. Like and I did deliver. I I drove an hour, <laughs> and I would walk. Well, he's three point seven five stars. <laughs> but like only eight reviews so maybe <laughs> we'll see we'll risk it my dad's i'm not friends with my dad but i remember his on, on facebook in general that i remember or real life <laughs> basically but his for a while his profile picture was like this it was him. He had clearly taken it in his van while he was working <laughs> like on a on a like a job site or something like that but it was like angled and he was slightly looking at it, but he was also clearly driving because he was still looking ahead at the road. <laughs> like, just park, bro. No, it has to look like it's candid. Uh-huh. It'd be so funny like, to be in a... Like, who took that picture? Does he have a companion? <laughs> It'd be so funny t- seeing him taking that picture from another Ooh. vehicle. <laughs> you see Pat just like... The thing is, you're seeing that looking up at him from the ditch because he's run you off the road. <laughs> I want to take boudoir pet photography. I think that would Ew, be Seth. <laughs> I just think it would be funny. Like putting lingerie on Argus. I am sure there's a market for that, and you don't want to be a part of it. Uh, if there's money to be made, <laughs> just think you could be the photographer for Chuck Tingle's next cover. <laughs> yeah. An iguana in a bustier <laughs> with a bunch of candles everywhere, laying on a, a little stick. And then under photos, a heat lamp, and then you just Photoshop <laughs> the camera. Photoshop a fly in the corner that's wearing just like the minimal amount of clothing. Banana hammock, tasteful amount, tasteful, tasteful. Amount. tasteful. Brandy, it's a great song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you could tell. <laughs> Something risky and round. <laughs> At least we won't get flagged for that. Yeah. <laughs> Vax Bros party in the dead of night. Take these edibles and go outside. Ow, my eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fucking bright. <laughs> 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 inside. Go Who back the inside. Fuck left this fucking delicious looking pie. <laughs> <laughs> nice penis hair, Tomas. <laughs> if your penis looks like this, go to a doctor. You need to see a physician. Like, How do you God know this yours? <laughs> that, How do you know yours isn't wrong and mine looking like that? Just is like the proper way that it's penis shaped. <laughs> That's some bad yeah. dick, Harry. <laughs> bad dick, Harry. For not I love being a good, genuine spit take. Yeah, for not being on purpose. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It's our fault, if anything. Too funny. 
That's always our plan. It's a curse. It's a curse. My shirt was dry. This is why I can't go on dates anymore. This is why I had to settle down. Every first date just ends with right in the face. That's your penis. That is. I just pulled my wallet out. It's just a picture of Porky Pig on a wallet. That's all, folks. <laughs> Is that your fucking dick? <laughs> it's just Porky Pig's tail. Uh, what am I, a duck? I'm a big Looney Tunes head. Sorry. <laughs> I got some got some transformative surgery. <laughs> Going to Tune Con later. I don't know what I would have done if you had pulled out a Porky Pig wallet on our first date. <laughs> I mean, probably Proposed. the same stuff that we did <laughs> during the rest Pro of our date. Porky Pig posed. That's, I would carry that with me for a long time. That's a, a hilarious <laughs> skit. Like, it's a couple making out on a couch or something. It's like, hold on, baby. I'm going to get the condom. <laughs> and you keep it in your wallet. And you pull out the wallet. And it's Porky Pig. <laughs> and it's like one of those cards that you get that do like a sound when you open it. Put it on your dick, pal. And her face like... Like she's smiling kind of, but then she's like, am I going to say something or am I just going to let this play out? <laughs> and then she pulls out her wallet. <laughs> Bro! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck tests. We even know they're bad. I just try to take them as fast as possible. Yeah, you just have to find the pattern. That's literally all you're supposed to do. Like, Look for a keyword and go for that one. I took my driving test as fast as possible. Got a D plus, so I passed. (laughs) 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 See how fast I stopped? It was awesome. Coffee all over the inside of the windshield. (laughs) I had butts to dashboard. Okay, should I roll this for it? What the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm trying to... Um, He's trying to metagame. No, it, it's, it's I'm trying to say my thought to Billy about what Gorble could do, but I'm not going to say it out oh, loud. I was discussing oh. what I am doing. Oh, no. I have never met someone who wants to play my character more than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, what would I, like, uh, but yeah, go for it. She was explaining what she's doing. <laughs> well, yeah, you interrupted her. <laughs> I didn't interrupt her. I was just doing my own thing. You're the asshole. 